Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Celebrate the holidays at Hale Varsity Club with an exciting lineup of holiday-themed events like Ugly Christmas Sweater Karaoke and Holiday Music Bingo, plus happy hour all day on New Year's Eve during college football bowl games. Hale Varsity Club has something for everybody. Stop in this month to try our new menu items like the Nashville Hot Honey Chicken, Crispy Breaded Wings, and the Benning Burger. It's a spicy burger named after Damon Benning. Visit HaleVarsityClub.com for the full event calendar and make a reservation now. What's that place you've always wanted to try? Well, you're there. Sharing plates with... Just one bite. Or on second thought, maybe not sharing. It's that good. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Hot Off The Mess, a podcast brought to you by The Dip. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and today we're going to break down every single frame of the Oscars that aired on Sunday, and who better to do that with than the executive editor of The Dip, Allison Pivovarsky, also known as Moose's mom. How are you? Hi. Oh, I'm so good. You know, what's so funny is yesterday was Moose's one-year anniversary of his gotcha day. Also, I don't identify as his mom. And I only want to say that because for some reason it's weird to me. It makes me feel really old. So like when my parents are like, Moose, go to your mom. I always am like, shut up. (laughs) Well, I'm like, they do. My parents do that to me too. And I'm like, who's that? Like, I don't even like, it doesn't register. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. That's a lot of responsibility. Mother... But you know what I did say to myself today is, you know, that sound bite of like, bitch, I'm a mother. Yes. I said that to myself because Barb threw up at like 6 a.m. And Ruby was like eating a toy and like ripping the stuffing out of it. And I was like, this is so chaotic. Like, I literally said to myself, I was like, bitch, I'm a mother. Like, yeah. I am a fucking full-blown mom. I've got two kids. I'm exhausted. Oh, yeah. There's a lot going on here. Running on empty. Running on empty. Uh, But yeah, I'm so excited to be here. You know I love H-O-T-M, fave podcast. And also like, what a time to be alive. What a time. Look, the Oscars have been a complete snooze over the last few years. And, you know, with COVID, we've had some weird award shows. If I had to see one more person on a grainy Zoom in like a Ramada Inn suite, mm-hmm. I would have died. But no, uh, this time around, 
I'm sitting here. I ordered – because the best thing – when you work in entertainment media, there's one thing that people need to know, and that's what you order for takeout that day because Mm -hmm. you're not going to cook something for dinner. You're going to order some like $80 worth of Uber Eats. Yeah. And I ordered chicken strips and sweet potato fries, and I'm just having my chicken strips, three sauces. I know you're a sauce gal. Oh, I'm a sauce girl. May I uh, walk you through which ones they were? They were honey mustard, but it was like a thick honey mustard. It was so good. A ranch, homemade ranch, and a garlic aioli. Okay. And so I have my sauces. I have my chicken tendies and my sweet potato fries. And then Will Smith slaps Chris Rock, and I drop my chicken nugget, and I'm like, this just got good. And the chicken, the chick, I mean, the dips were the last thing I cared about at that point. It was. I I mean, when. Okay, because I have always loved award shows. I love the red carpet beforehand. Like my mom and I would watch them together. Oh, it was like a thing that we yeah. did. And then I don't know. Because you're a Joan Rivers girl. I am a Joan Rivers girl. I posted last night. I was like, I miss when celebrities were bullied. And this was pre-Chris Rock. This was pre-slap. So what I meant by that, and I want to I want to clear it up. And most people, the girls that get it, get it, and the girls that don't, don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think I'm a I think I'm the former. I'm a girl that is in the former. Yeah. I get like it. you get it. And I love Joan Rivers too. Fashion police. Oh, I it mean was- Streetwalker or Starlet? <laughs> like, what a game. What a fun game. It really brought me a lot of joy. I thought she was so funny and Guys, when I say that celebrities need to be bullied, I mean they need to be humbled a little bit. They need to not take themselves so seriously. They need to chill the fuck out. But with that said, I want the glamour. I want the chic, c'est la vie, c'est bon, c'est bon, you know? And it is fun when when celebrities take fashion risks to have a conversation about it that isn't just blowing smoke up their ass, which Mm -hmm. is really what we get on like E!, it's just all of them are just like, oh, my God, she looks amazing. Oh, mm-hmm. I love her in that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, yeah, but Joan Rivers, like, what are you – I want Joan Rivers' take on Kristen Stewart in a hot pan. And that's not to say I didn't think Kristen Stewart looked great, but, like, there's more to say than just, like, she looks great. No, and I that's all it say, is. E! News slash E! Network, just in general, is so – is like a fossil. They are a shell of what they once were. The red carpet hosts, I'm just not on board with. Like, I don't think they're funny. I love Laverne Cox. Love Laverne Cox. But she is... Is not a red carpet host. She's not a red carpet interviewer. No. And I blame E for that. Like, I feel like E has like very strict, like guidelines of like what they're allowed to say and what they're not allowed to say on the red carpet ever since Juliana Rancic's patchouli comment, which wasn't great, I will say. But like, guys, I just, I think like, I like you said, I want more from a red carpet host other than like, you look amazing. Whose dress are you wearing? It's like, do they look amazing? I think too, I just get really bad secondhand embarrassment. So when yeah. people, and I mean, I got it with Juliana Rancic too. There was one time that I'm still, if I'm being honest with you, I'm still recovering from. Wow, what was and it? And that's when she asked George Clooney and Amal Clooney to take a shot of Casamigos tequila. And George looked at her like with the the bewilderment <laughs> of, 
of seeing somebody with seven heads. And she was, he said, no, I think I'm okay. And Amal politely declined as well. And then Juliana took a shot of tequila by herself on the red carpet as George Clooney watched her. And I haven't come back from that. And that had to have been at least 10 years ago. So I, I, I get really bad secondhand embarrassment. When I see Laverne Cox like kind of stumbling through an interview, and celebrities are also awkward. And so mm-hmm. like Kristen Stewart, it, it, you've got Laverne Cox who doesn't really know what to ask Kristen Stewart. And then you've got Kristen Stewart who doesn't know how to speak. <laughs> and it's a recipe for disaster. But at least like, and I, I don't like him, but like at least Ryan Seacrest, like he had a relationship with this like people. So it made it a, a little bit more normal. Yeah. But it, it, it's just insufferable. And I got to say the commentators, the fashion commentators. Oof. Tough. It's tough. tough. I just, I want someone to be honest. You know what I mean? I want someone to be real. I want someone like, you know, you don't have to be mean. Yeah. I, I think, think like we got to make some jokes because when I saw Kristen Stewart walk up and I saw her in those fucking shorts. Oh, you didn't like the shorts? Oh, I was in, I was enraged. I thought that they were cool, but I mean, I also am this, just like, wow, no, this, Allison. these Oscars are so different. Uh, Allison, here's my thing. Loved the look. Yeah. Okay. But not for the Oscars. Right. Not for the Oscars. I'm like, this is a red carpet. So, but where did you fall on like Timmy's shirtless look? A risk. I thought it was a risk. Wait, wait. I feel like there's some misogyny coming out right now because you're no, I saying think- his is a risk and she's like inappropriately dressed. Yeah. I think it was inappropriate for the event. But it he can like shirtless? Are you going to say he was inappropriate? I am going to say Timmy took a risk. I'm just saying because it, it looked, is still it lo- Women's History Month and the fact that <laughs> it looked high fashion to me, whereas she looked like like what I wore to the club in 2011. Like I was like a hot pant and a platform heel or whatever. And then, and then when I saw that she changed into flats with the socks, I was sick over it. And listen, the misogyny might be jumping out. And I, that's something it's I have screaming. to do. Oh, it's screaming. It's running across that stage, open hand slapping me in listen. the face. Listen, I love a pantsuit. I love a jumpsuit. I love the whole thing. I don't think you have to wear a gown. But again, it's the Oscars. And maybe, you know what, Allison? Maybe here's my truth. Oh, I don't like Kristen Stewart at all. Okay. I never have ever. She's my least favorite kind of celebrity. She's the kind of celebrity. She reminds me a little bit of Shailene Woodley who are like, I really hate being famous. Like, I'm just a normal girl. And, like, I just hate the spotlight. I'm like, oh, mm. really? Because th- you're in, like, the most popular movie franchise of all time besides The Hunger Games. Oh. Like, do you hate it? Do you? What about Harry Potter? Oh, I forgot about that. Wait. Okay. I also – there's a, too much to unpack there, and we'll have to save that for another episode. But but here's the thing. I think you're you're now talking about, and we're really getting off the – the topic of the Oscars, but you're not talking about like a 20, a 2008 Kristen Stewart and not a 2022 Kristen Stewart. And I think that they're different. I really do. I think she's matured. I think that she has kind of owned it a little bit more. She knows her role as a celebrity. And I, I have actually 
found her incredibly likable in her Spencer press tour. And she loves Guy Fieri. And you know, I would die for that man. So I was at a restaurant yesterday that had a framed photo of Guy Fieri. Was it my apartment? Because yeah. I have one too. <laughs> wow, guys. You know, sometimes... Wait, okay. Who was best dressed though in your mind then? Oh, best dress. I actually wrote down Timothy Chalamet. Um, you are out of control. <laughs> but I also loved Lily. I think her name is Lily James. Lily Rose yeah. James. Wait. Lily Rose. Oh, yeah. That's... um. The, I mean, from Pam and Tommy. Yeah, I really liked her. She She's in great. Versace. She's a chameleon because that girl, she dyes her hair and you were just like, whomst? Yeah. I'm who like, wait, are who? you? I mean, and when I say she's in Pam and Tommy, I also want to say that she's Donna in Mamma Mia 2, colon, here we go again. So <laughs> I don't want to like ignore the legend. You know that Mamma Mia is like one of my cultural blind spots. Like I've never seen it. It's not that I have anything against it. I truly just have just never watched. And then you would actually, I think, really love it. But oh, I'm sure I would. I love fine. a musical and I love Meryl Streep. Yeah. Um, I also, oh, Regina Hall looked really beautiful. Really, she's really beautiful. beautiful. Mm -hmm. I thought Zendaya looked great. Oh, I loved that little crop top. So, but you're fine with a crop top, but not mm -hmm. a short? Correct. Okay. I also thought that I saw a photo of Andrew Garfield and Jamie Dornan together, and I swear to God, like – No, I know. I sent it to you, and I was mm -hmm. just like – I felt things. No, they were standing very close together. Well, and they're I was like, like supposedly friends. Oh, I thought Lupita looked – like, I mean, first of all, she looked like a statue herself. Like, she looked like an Oscar. Mm -hmm. um, and for her to be wearing such, like, an eye-catching gold metallic dress and then to be, like, in the background of of the, the incident, oh like, God. she stood out and just glowed. And for that, I'm thankful. Because, like, imagine if you were just wearing, like, a black dress and you were, like – yeah. Uh, like you were fading into the back. Like you needed yeah. to stand out in that moment. What did you think of Nicole Kidman's look? Do you remember no, it? Of course I remember it. I didn't. <laughs> I thought it was fine. Like what the it hell is she like resting her hands on her like her waist? Yes. <laughs> she looked I, insane. I was actually. a little like. I don't like, know why I said fine. Yeah. I was a little shocked that you said that. I was like, Nicole, what are we doing? It wasn't. It wasn't my favorite. I also just thought, like Tracy Ellis Ross with like her little booby cups, like what the fuck her was orbs. happening there? They that looked like I like I have like, well, I'm not gonna. I don't want to say it, but I just feel like <laughs> no, please, no. It's just like you know when you put like a nipple cover on for yeah. like if yeah, like that's what it looked like, but a, a ill placed one. Mm -hmm. Now Ariana Debose. In that that red pant, the red pants, the like crop top, kind of giving me Gina from OC reunion, but in red. Yeah, and I'm into it. And that is how I think you wear a little cup on the boob. Yeah, she looks beautiful, and also like I thought her speech was great. It was before everything got like weird, chaotic. Yeah. Um, and I just have to say, I thought Jada Pinkett Smith. I'm not coming for her. I don't want to start. I'm not trying to tussle. <laughs> I love the I thought, top half. Don't, Sam. Oh, no. She looks like a dolphin trainer in Cancun, Mexico. I love that you said, I'm not going to go there. And then you went there. And she I respect it. looks horrible. Okay. I haven't seen The Shape of Water, but I would assume when, like, the monster is, like, kind of coming from the swamp, like, and it's bringing seaweed out, that's what, like, that dress is giving me. Now, I think Jada Pinkett Smith is. 
is, I think she is one of the most beautiful people in the entire Ever. world. I know. But this dress ain't it. I hate, I hate the top, actually. I'm looking at a photo right now. <laughs> I don't understand you. I don't understand. Also, like, really a night for the boobs. Big boobs night for the boobs. having a moment. You know what? I, I mean, think people said enough with the butts. Boobs. We got to have boobs. You know who I think looked really beautiful and, like, just very chic and very, like, understated almost was Kourtney Kardashian with Travis Barker. Yeah, but I why really was she just, there? Well, because he was there. But He was drumming. I mean, Rachel Zegler couldn't get an invite. Oh. I'd like to actually talk about this. Yeah, Listeners, please. Let's get into this, please. This was some, like, I guess you can call tea, scandal, whatever, that Rachel Zegler, star of West Side Story, wasn't invited to the Oscars. She is the star of a seven-time nominated motion picture, like, for best picture. Yeah. And she wasn't invited. Correct. And she posted about it on Twitter. I'm going to be watching from my couch, LOL. And then, like, there was this whole uproar, you know, I I hate Twitter, but, like, y'all got behind this girl and got her an invite as a presenter. She presents with Jacob Elordi. God bless. <gasps> Oof. Oh. And okay. I just have to say, the Oscars, like, the presenters, you know if you're going to the Oscars. And you also are, like, paired with somebody who makes sense. Jacob Elordi and Rachel Zegler make sense. They are two Gen Z stars, two hotties. Put them together. They look great. Great. And I just don't think that that's a coincidence that they're like, oh, we also have Jacob Lordy who's not presenting with anyone yet. Let's just throw her in. Yeah. Wrong. I don't believe that. Also, Brad Goreski said on E! that Rachel Zegler was wearing a custom Dior. Now, it takes more than three to five business days to get a custom Dior made for you. Now, I don't know if he's saying custom Dior as if like, she had to get it hemmed and it suddenly was custom, but that wasn't custom. That was like, you have to have like the couture team for Dior come and fit you, size you. They bring it to you six days ahead of time. The timeline doesn't make sense. So I asked this, was she lying? And was she just doing this with the Oscars to perhaps kind of drum up a little attention, get Gen Z talking about the Oscars? Because Gen Z's not talking about the Oscars. I don't know. Wow. I don't know. And that's something that I'm going to have to maybe sit with. And and But I would love people's opinions because I have a – this is a working theory right now. Yeah. You posted about it in community posts, I believe. I did. Yeah. On the dip. So uh, use the promo code GUAC for 90% <laughs> off your first year subscription. And you can comment with me. You can talk to us about this because, look, I'm not trying to – I love her. So, like, right. and I'm all about, like – Work your PR. Like I'm all about it. I, I I don't shame anybody in this situation if I'm right. But mm-hmm. I just like love a mystery and I think that I might have sniffed one out and I just needed to bring attention to it. Your spidey senses were tingling. Planning your next Disney vacation for the summer? Visit Undercover Tourist, the trusted name in theme park tickets. Get into the park you love for less. Save up to $82 per ticket to the Walt Disney World Resort. With a hotel or a car rental addition, you can save up to 30% off your order. Visit UndercoverTourist.com slash podcast for the lowest prices on all Walt Disney World Resort tickets. Plus, Undercover Tourist offers a 365-day refund guarantee. That's UndercoverTourist.com slash podcast. You know those cigarette butts that you see every day? They're made of microplastics and they line our streets and waterways. 
On California beaches, they're the number one plastic you'll find. Over 35 years, cleanups have collected millions combined. But no matter where you see them, they're all getting smaller, eventually leaching into our food, our air, our water. The tobacco industry's to blame for all of the harm that they do. For the harm to the people we love, and the harm to you too. Learn more at undo.org. Of Spidey sense. <laughs> Speaking of, because we really are tiptoeing around it at this point. I thought it obviously was weird when nobody was addressing the slap, but when Amy Schumer came out and was like, "I've been getting out of that Spider-Man costume for the last like three hours. Did I miss anything? Like the vibe feels wrong. <laughs> like the, there's a vibe in this room. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> Amy Schumer. I think the host really did a great job. They didn't have enough Wanda Sykes, though. I love I Wanda agree. Sykes. I love and Wanda I was Sykes like, too. why are we like sidelining her? Uh, I thought like the whole like Regina with like the dating thing was like a little like it just felt like it went on too long. I also thought it was weird that we have these three awesome women and then they were like, okay, bye, Amy, come out and do like a whole monologue. That felt weird to me too, but whatever. I mean, again, it was like the least interesting part of the night. Yeah. So who cares? So. I will say Jacob Elordi gives me like old school Hollywood looks vibes. Like he's just like, he's just a handsome man. You know what I mean? Like he's not one of those guys where it's like, I can see what people see. It's like, no, like that is a sexy man. And speaking of sexy men, that James Bond montage really did a number on me. Are you okay? No, I'm still thinking about it. It was I've never seen a James Bond movie. Okay. I, I had to. No, if I need up. to. You don't. I think you yeah. get it. Like, I think you. you don't need to watch them to know. But okay, enough dancing around it, like you said. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the slap. Not a punch. Nothing. A slap. No. And I do think people need to, like, some people keep saying, like, I heard he punched him, like those that, like, fell asleep at a normal time last night. It's like, no, it was a slap. No, there's like literally footage and angle, diff, all the angles so you could get. Like, I, people, there was like bird's eye view. There was like all these different perspectives of the slap. Now, before we get into it, I do have to say, I feel, I feel this is a very complicated issue and I feel so many different things about it, like all at once. So I am a little like hesitant to discuss it as well because I felt a certain way when it happened. Of course. And then I sat with it and I don't have Twitter on my phone. I can't do that. I I can't like see what the internet is saying at all times. It's just so toxic. And especially being in like media, y'all think that your opinions actually matter and they don't. (laughs) And I was one of those people. Like I absolutely like in 2016, your girl was firing off tweets left and right about politics and about this and about that. And I thought I had a – I thought – you had a voice. I thought that it mattered. And yeah. it, I thought I was, as Lena Dunham says in Girls, I thought I was the voice of my generation. Yeah. And we're not. We're not. We're just a collective void screaming into a website. Anyway, I did go on Twitter, though. And I had a lot of fun on Twitter because I was like, oh, this is chaos. Nobody knows how to feel. But then I started reading people's responses. And I realized, like, it's a very – dare I say, nuanced Wow. Yeah. situation. And it is. I mean, Will Smith – okay, so Chris Rock has taken aim at Will – at Jada Smith – Jada Pinkett Smith before. Mm-hmm. At the Oscars. At the Oscars, the year that they – the Smith family boycotted. And 
so like there's some history there. There's some some beef. Then he makes a joke about G.I. Jane making, you know, basically a comment that like Jada doesn't have any hair. She suffers from alopecia. And he makes a comment saying that he's like excited for G.I. Jane too. Kind of, it's a tacky joke. It's a low blow. And it's just like, it's, it's like a like, lazy joke to me. It didn't, yeah, that's the thing. Is like, it didn't add anything. If mm-hmm. She's not nominated. He was already going on about like how Javier, Javier, <laughs> Javier Bardem, like I can't combo the name there. Yeah. Uh, how he like, he want, he needs to win if Penelope, it's like they were, he was making couples jokes. And so then like the, the like it, unscripted comment about Jada's hair just felt like, why? Like, you already kind of had a thing going. Mm-hmm. Will didn't like it, though. And neither did Jada. No. Will, have you seen the rumors, though, that, like, Will laughed at it at first? So I watched – I've been watching it all morning. I've been okay. replaying it slow-mo on my phone. Like, I've been watching it. So he says the joke. The pa- the camera pans to Will, who's laughing, and then it pans out. And you see Jada kind of, like, rolling her eyes, like, why, are, why am I involved? Like, yeah. you know, like, it's very much like uh, – Nini Leaks being like, why am I in this? That's what it reminded me of. And then all of a sudden, Will just like, like he's not laughing anymore and he's rushing the stage. And people are like, but he laughed. I'm like, yeah, but I've laughed at things before and then been like, wait, that's actually like not that funny. Well, also too, because he's coming off of a laugh. Like, right. He was laughing and then it, he went into the joke. When you're the topic of the conversation, like you're kind of smiling, you know the camera's panning to you, you're going to have like a, you know, a, a general jovial appearance on your face because the camera's on you. But yeah, I, he stopped laughing. He gets up. He walks onto the stage. Now, I've never, I'll be honest, I've actually never seen a physical altercation like, I've never s- witnessed a fight. In real life or on TV? No, ever. Okay. So, like, when I – because when I see slaps on TV, like, it's all staged. Yeah. This, like, was a hard slap. Oh. He, like, wound up. Like, he, it was a hit with an open yeah, palm. Open yeah. Hand. It's like when you take – like, when you're playing a video game, which I don't do very often, as you'll find <laughs> out in the next, like, two sentences as I try <laughs> okay. to say this. And, like, you, like, absorb a power and it kind of, like, ramps up and it's, like, getting stronger and then you just surge, you know? Yeah. In, like, all those video games when that happens, you know what I'm talking about? And it was, like, that arm was surged. Like, well, it had his Nas from Fast and Furious, whatever. <laughs> These references. What's going on? I'm Fast off and the rails. Video games. I don't know who you are. I'm off the rails. No, I mean, his walk onto the stage was, like – like you said, like a video game character. Like it was like he was really working it. And yeah. I said today, I was like, if only there were steps. I feel like Oh, that would slow him down. It what someone would have grabbed him, like, or mm. someone like someone would have stopped this, or mm-hmm. he could have been able to like process. Like if he had to go up all the stairs Jennifer Lawrence did when she fell. Well, it was like four stairs. It Allison, I don't think. I think it was like eight stairs. I think stairs. you're Okay, well, yes, I do think that that would have stopped the momentum a I mean, little bit. The stage was literally the same level as like the ground. Like it was kind of weird. There was like a, a like a half a step up. It's like it was just enough for somebody to be like careful and yeah. you go down it. Yeah, <laughs> like watch please your watch step. your stuff. <laughs> yes. 
So he did that. And I mean, then just walked back to his seat and then began to scream. Keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Said twice. And he, and like, there was like a period between each word. Yeah. It was like, keep my wife's. And I was like, like the clap emoji. The clap. He was the real life clap emoji. And like, and it's so funny because Lupita's just in, literally, you cannot avoid getting, like, she couldn't avoid not being in the no. frame. And she, her face was just like, and then what? she started smiling. She was like smiling. And then she was like surprised. And then you got Nicole Kidman off to the end, who's like, your face right now, just like jaw on the yeah. ground. God bless her Botox injector, who's like putting those muscles to work, girl. Yeah. But well, it was like, I think I've like from what I've been reading about like journalists on Twitter, like who were there giving like, you know, firsthand accounts of like what was going on. They're like, everyone thought it was like a joke. Joke. And then all of a sudden he started screaming, screaming. and they were like, oh, th- this is not a joke. Yeah. And it, but Chris Rock, like, he recovered. Pretty well. Oh, 100%. I mean, he was like, I'll keep presenting. (laughs) I'm going to be honest. Like, this is a man who had a TV show called Everybody Hates Chris. This isn't the first time Chris Rock's been slapped. I guarantee that. I don't have the, I can't give you the details, but I just something in my gut is telling me Chris Rock has been slapped before. Yeah. Perhaps even worse. So I think now is the time to like maybe discuss the like ramifications of it because like we know Will Smith is going to win the Oscar. Oh for my best God. actor that's, for King Richard. That's what, like what the worst part for me was. I was like, Will, this is your you're going to win the Oscar, your first Oscar, and this is what you I'm just like, I was so I pissed. Felt sad. I felt yes. I felt a lot of things. I was mad. So many things. Mad because and sad. I was like, first of all, the joke was tasteless. There's no doubt about it. The hit was unnecessary. There's no doubt about it. He right. he could have, like, I hate being like, you know, words can be mightier, but like he could have said something in his speech even yeah. to like, Chris Rock is a non-event. So like to lower himself down, it just like, I was like, it, you could have done so many other things. Mm-hmm. Also, you shouldn't hit people. Thank and, you. And so then we have like this conversation happening on on Twitter of like, Chris Rock, he just assaulted Chris Rock and he's going to be awarded the greatest honor of the night. And that's like a, a, a very complicated issue. I don't mm-hmm. really know what the right thing answer is. I, what do you think? I mean, I think the answer is don't hit people. Sure. I also think. And I agree. <laughs> I also think like these two men have been in the business for so long together. Like there's photos of them on the red carpet and stuff together. I think in my head, I'm like, maybe there's like a history here that like we're just not like privy to that goes back like 30 years. And like, that's the power behind the slap. Maybe he just saw red. But in my mind and my heart, I'm truly like, well, what the fuck? Why did you do this? Because like, it just cast a whole shadow over like his win. And like, it just disappointed me. I was like, really? You slapped a comedian for making a a poor joke, I will say. Like, it's just, to me, a lazy joke. But nonetheless, it's a joke. Yeah. Uh, it was just, like, I think the thing is just, like. <sighs> I just think there's so many different ways it could have been handled. I think, you know, like you said in 100%. his speech, he could have, like, 
thrown a dig at him. And then this speech is actually, I think, what upset me the most is this like call for love makes you do crazy things. (laughs) And it's like the toxicity that that sentence carries is so upsetting because that is something that people who are in relationships that involve domestic violence and can't get out are told often is like, you know, like I, people are constantly being told, like, I love you after they're being smacked by somebody in their, in a relationship. And it is something that is a huge problem. And you cannot just equate love with physical violence like that simply. It was, it was such a like alarming sentence. I also was upset too, because I felt bad for like Venus and Serena, who the camera kept panning to during Will's speech. Because Because of what had happened at um, the Critic Choice Awards? What? With the director of uh, Power of the Dog, Jane Campion. Campion. Mm -hmm. She made a comment about Venus and Serena. She's like, you guys have basically like, I've had to come up against men all the time. Like made a comment about them and it was so weird. I'm like, Mm. so that's why the camera kept panning to them because they also were the victim of like someone on stage, like directing something at them. Maybe that's why. I just thought like for me, it's weird. It was just like, I don't, they don't deserve to be the face of this speech. Like I understand that this is a story about their family and their father. And and, Jada. And I want to see Jada's face. Yeah, exactly. And I think that like for them to, for him to constantly, I mean, I I have so much to say for him to constantly be saying like, you know, Richard was like a fierce protector of his family, blah, blah, blah. Like all of that is true, but also like, unfortunately now like Venus and Serena are like the face of like them having to nod along to this man who just slapped somebody on an international TV. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? On top of that, on top of all of this, Venus is suffering from a nip slip. The whole fucking time. And that's why we got that weird, like, card screen of just saying Oscars. And they couldn't stop. I was like, okay, have you? did you watch 30 Rock? I've seen several episodes. There's one episode where Jenna, a.k.a. Jane Krakowski, threatens to slip a nip for, like, attention. <laughs> and I feel like at a certain point, like, Serena just leaned over to Venus and was like, you got to do something. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do something. Whip it and out. she's like, just... Uh, here it is. Uh, a big no, night for boobs, like we said. It was a big night for boobs. It was a big night for hands because Coda and like the beautiful moment at the end of everybody kind of like waving their hands as the mm-hmm. for the applause and sign language. But okay, but then Will like this is something he's waited for his entire career, like you mm-hmm. said. And everyone he was to, waiting for this for him. Like people yeah. wanted him to win. He has to now tiptoe because, like, he doesn't want his speech to be about the slap because this mm-hmm. is going to be a speech that people are going to look back on in 25 years. And it you kind of want it to be evergreen, but you also have to address it. Um, and it was really awkward and uncomfortable. And he was very emotional. And I I felt I felt sadness for him. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that's like what all of this is to say is like I I actually didn't really feel a sadness for Chris Rock, I'll be honest. But um 
I don't think Chris Rock felt sadness for Chris Rock. No, and also like, I think he was just in shock. Supposedly, the two of them have like are okay now. Yeah. Like Page Six said that Diddy said that like they're fine. So like I mean, why are? Here's the thing. This is gonna be something people talk about for years. For years. Yeah. Uh, but it's definitely complicated and made the night very exciting. That's my takeaway. Yeah. I was excited to watch the Oscars again. I was sad at the end, but. My, I mean, I agree with everything that you're saying, obviously cosine, 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 but one of the moments that really kind of like, I felt, I felt so many feelings is when I read and saw that Denzel Washington pulled Will to the side and talked to him before, like after the slap. Yeah, Like, they went to commercial break. Denzel and Tyler Perry pulled Will Smith to side. Will Smith was crying because I think in that moment he was like, fuck, what did I do? I saw Red and I just stormed the stage and slapped Chris Rock. And Will Smith said that Denzel told him, at your highest moment, be careful because that's when the devil comes for you. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is such a powerful statement, especially coming from someone like Denzel who's like, so like he's you know a prominent actor he i think has probably watched will grow up in this business and he's just like dude you gotta like get it together here and like there's so many like powerful and he like like screamed something during his speech too like you know that something about i think being there for him i Mm -hmm. i took it it was very like paternal moment very uh, and it, was, and it got me in my feelings. And then there was a moment where he, like, if you, there's photos of it um, that people were obviously taking of Denzel and Jada. Like, he's talking to her even when the even when they come back from commercial break. He's like sitting with her and he's trying mm-hmm. to mediate the situation. And I'm just like, Denzel is just that. He's that man, you know? Yeah, that that's pretty hot. It's uh, <laughs> pretty hot. I yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. At this point, it's like this is going to be talked about so much. I, I know that I we just talked about it at this point now for thirty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes, like you just don't have to have a take on it. And yeah. I think that's kind of where I'm at. Like I have thoughts. Like I don't think we should hit people. I don't think you should make pe- fun of people's like diseases. Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, like I don't know the complicatedness of it. And I think like for me. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm like, I'm good. It happened. It was, it was again, an entertaining to watch last night's show because no one knew what they were doing at that point. But like, let's just say like, save yourself the tweet. You don't have to tweet about no, there's it. There's a lot of, there's a lot of tweets out there uh, where I'm like, guys, we're going to have so many definitive takes of yes. what should have happened in the next well, week. I'm also just like, seeing a lot of people like defending the slap and like people basically being like, that's okay. And I think that's kind of weird. But then I also am like, I just, I don't under, I don't know where to go. Cause I'm with you a hundred percent where it's just like, I don't have like a take on it. I'm just like, oh, that no. happened. That was crazy. People shouldn't hit people. But also like, right. you said, don't make fun of people's you like autoimmune disorders. Like, yeah, don't do it that. Got, it could have gone so many better ways. Totally. Uh, but like, holy shit. Like, what What a time. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, honestly, I that made me like award shows again. I was like, oh, this is exciting. See, but don't be – I know. Don't Allison, be I gotta stop. fooled. I know. I don't be stop. fooled. Um, I thought that – okay. The end of the show when they paraded out Liza Minnelli 
made me so sad Mm -hmm. because I don't understand why we think it's necessary to bring ailing celebrities out on stage who are, I, I'll be honest. I watched that. I saw that moment with her and Lady Gaga and Lady Gaga is always so gracious, so patient, so kind to legends. Legends. And uh, what she has done in her friendship with Tony Bennett, I think is beautiful. Alzheimer's and dementia is very, means a lot to me when people are very patient with, with people who are suffering from that. So Liza comes out and I wasn't aware that Liza was A, using a wheelchair. Had no clue. I wasn't aware that she was, she didn't seem fully cognizant that maybe her, her cognition was just not at its best. Mm -hmm. And we are parading her out for what, for what moment she didn't look comfortable. No. And that's the thing is like Liza Minnelli has earned reading the best picture at the Oscars. If anyone has, it's Liza Minnelli, but she like, I don't think she would want to be out there in in a way where she's overwhelmed by the audience. She has no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. And she is just, I mean, I she constantly is just like looking at Lady Gaga like, oh, I'm such a fan. I don't know if she, like, I don't want to speculate on what she might may or may not be dealing with, but it made me wonder a lot. Like I was like Googling, like, is this, what's, what's going yeah, on? Because I haven't. Heard of I Liza seen Minnelli? Her speak on it. I haven't seen Liza Minnelli really out and about since Sex and City two, two, and that's honestly what I have in my mind. And I'm like, that's who she wants to be. She doesn't. And it's okay. People, yeah. are, people are comparing it to the Kirk Douglas thing a couple years yeah. ago when Catherine Zeta Jones wheeled him out. I feel a little differently about it because that it's like I knew Kirk Douglas was in a wheelchair. I knew Kirk Douglas was an old older person. Granted, I don't think that that I don't think. Our elders should be our like props at award yeah, it shows. Feels like, it felt like, like a zoo. It was like it was weird. Um, people are also really upset that Bob Saget wasn't mentioned oh. in the in memoriam. Like people are really really upset. Well, that in memoriam was insane. They're always so odd they, to me. It's like why was Jimmy it Lee Curtis was holding a dog. A dog. I was and, like, and I think that was for obviously that was for Betty, of course, but like. But it's here's, so odd, especially the after thing. the whole slap. Like everything after the slap was like well, crazy. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. They yeah. literally, they literally shoved Jamie Lee Curtis out on that stage, gave her a little shaking chihuahua, and were like, "Distract him." I bet you that dog wasn't even originally supposed to be there. Someone just had it, and they were like, "Listen, America needs a dog right now. We need a dog to get behind." And please, like, have this choir sing like, "Thank you for being a friend," and we're all just like still shook. By the events that have just happened. I know. It was really chaotic. And I think, like I like I was saying when we first started this episode, which feels like many moons ago, I love award shows. I love the whole glamour of it. And I love celebrity culture. Obviously, that's why I do this job. But like the silver screen is like losing its magic. And I don't know how to stop it. Hmm. I, like it's just like the movies that people are – I don't know. There's no, like, fun in it anymore for me. Oh, that's interesting. I don't know if it's, like, because – Did you see Coda? I didn't see it. So I thought Coda was good. Oh, people are saying it's great. Apparently, it's a remake of a 2014 French film. It's good. I think that it was so special to have that moment. I teared teared up when, uh, like, they were all waving their hands Mm -hmm. for the sign language applause. thought that was 
beautiful. It kind of ruined because not everyone in the room was in on it. So it was like some clapping and some sign signing. Mm-hmm. So like us at home didn't get the full effect, but it was a beautiful moment. I thought that the, I mean, they seemed shocked that they won. And shocked. I'll be honest, like I was kind of shocked that they won too. It was a, it was a, it's a heartwarming coming of age movie, but not an, in my opinion, an Oscar movie. And to your point, like the losing of the, that like glamour, that glitz, the prestige is like, it is waning for me. I don't know what movie I would have wanted to win. Yeah. Probably, I mean, I don't I mean, know. Oh, can we just talk about how we manifested Reba really quick? Oh my God, we did. You guys. Because I, Sam and I were like, okay. Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar should be nominated. And then seconds later, like a millisecond, it was literally you texted me the word Trish and Reba appeared on the screen. Yeah. That's and the power of Trish. The power of fucking Trish. Because that is, see, to me, okay, I know that Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. It's not an Oscar with, like, it's not going to win Oscars, okay? No. But it had this sense of something that, like, I mean, they're on my vision board. I'm looking at them right now. It was like, it's a fun movie. Like, I miss when, like, celebrity, and I say this all the time, I miss when celebrities were fun. I miss, like, when I was excited to see what they were going to wear. I feel like social media, like you said, everybody thinks that their opinion is the opinion. (sighs) I don't know. Like, the movies, like, I I also feel like the celebrities don't want to be there. What we're trying to say is Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar should have been best picture. It should have been best sound editing. It should have been best costume. Best original song. Seagulls in the Sand. Best performance by a male actor, Jamie Dornan, mm-hmm. or the guy that played Tommy Bahama. I, I would have given it every award to Annie and Kristen, every award to Phyllis from The Office, every award to Vanessa Bayer. Mm-hmm. I want to – I will – I will start a change.org like petition if I need to for us to retroactively get get our girls some Oscars. Get them an award. Throw them a bone. I, it's a great film, you guys. I've watched it many times. And I I've also, watched it so many times. It's I've on Hulu. It, watch it. Yeah, I've watched it so many times. I also make other people watch it with me because they've yep. never seen it. And then I watch them watching it. Because I'm it. like, I'm like, you guys, Trish part is coming up. Yeah. And then you have to like know that like if you're dating someone, for example, it's a great test mm-hmm. to see if they're worth keeping around. Yeah. They don't laugh. So the shrimp queen. If they're not watching, if they're not LMAOing when they get fucked up on some pills and dance to the Titanic song at a club, you're not, you don't need them in your life. No. Get them out. Get out. Cut them out. Start cue JoJo's get out right now. <laughs> Oh, I think JoJo got a BBL. I'm just saying. Oh, really? Yeah, she posted on Twitter the other day. A oh. sexy selfie in the mirror. Um, any final thoughts? No. I feel like we covered it all very passionately. <laughs> I don't I, I again, I know we just talked so much about it and then I was just like, I don't have any thoughts on it. But it's more, <laughs> it's more, it's just like it was an unfortunate situation that was entertaining to watch mm-hmm. and made it exciting and Barb and Star 2023. That's yeah. all I have to get, say. Get us a sequel. Get us a sequel. Where do they go next? Yeah. <laughs> God, I would love to see like we, oh God. I could I talk about it forever. Be, they would do great like seeing the leaves change in like the Northeast. Get them in Summer House. <laughs> Let's get them in the Hamptons. I need to see them at Southampton Social. Get them in the Roni reboot. Like. Don't even. Go to the Regency. 
my God, they would love it. They would love it there. Harry Dubin? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, Allison, tell everybody where they can find you, hear all your thoughts. I have no thoughts, but you can find me on – you know what? I'll tell you where you can find me. You can find me on The Dip. I am on The Dip constantly talking about stuff like this that I shouldn't have an opinion on, but I do. And you can, like I said earlier, use the promo code GUAC for 90% off your annual subscription. Now, that only lasts until the end of March, so you might want to hurry, scurry, scurry to the stage <laughs> or it's too late. And yeah, that's where you can find me. I'm on there, and I have a username that you won't guess. and. We can chat, maybe. No, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, guys. And thank you so much for listening. Of course, you can follow me at Bravo Historian. You can also check me out at The Dip. I'm at Bravo Historian on The Dip as well. We're just doing a lot of chit-chat over there. You know it is Women's Month, so support a female-founded company. Bye. Bye. Planning your next Disney vacation for the summer? Visit Undercover Tourist, the trusted name in theme park tickets. Get into the park you love for less. Save up to $82 per ticket to the Walt Disney World Resort. With a hotel or a car rental edition, you can save up to 30% off your order. Visit UndercoverTourist.com slash podcast for the lowest prices on all Walt Disney World Resort tickets. Plus, Undercover Tourist offers a 365-day refund guarantee. That's UndercoverTourist.com slash podcast. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 